Hey guys, it's the Keep It Loud crew broadcasting from the nation's capital, Washington, D.C. Guys, I got a stomach full for you. I have something that's going to enlighten you. I have something that's going to give you energy, life. I have Keisha and Kush from Kushite's Vegetable Cuisine, Jamaica. Hi, guys. How are you? Hey, hey. 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 <laughs> Thanks for I having us. It. Man, thank you. Thank you, thank you so much for joining the podcast. Thank you so much. Hey, up, well, we're going to get straight into it. I would like you guys to introduce yourself to the audience. And as soon as we do that, I have so many questions I want to ask you because the page, the page, the page, the IG page just makes me hungry. Oh, my gosh. Oh my gosh. So go ahead and introduce yourself <laughs> to our audience and tell them a little bit about who you are and what you do. All right. Well, this is Keisha. <laughs> I'm one half of Kusha's Vegetable Cuisine. And um, Kusha and I, we operate out of Kingston, Jamaica. We are a 100% plant based restaurant. We offer a variety of gluten-free, sugar-free, alkaline, Dr. Sebi recommended, Jamaican-inspired, world-inspired African cuisine. It's Pan-African cuisine. Yeah. So everywhere is, is represented, the Caribbean, South America, Africa, the U.S. Mm. Um, we're very passionate about what we do. Definitely. We put our own little twist, twist um, in each of our meals. So you will, you will see a bit of both of us. In all well, meals, let me ask creations. you guys this. Did you, how did the two of you guys meet? Because the creations, them, the, the chemistry is there. Because the presentation is there. And then the ingredients, high-class ingredients, well, well, well-grounded ingredients is there. So how did you guys meet to come up with this kosher well, vegetable thank you. cuisine? Uh, um, um, it, was, it was pretty simple. Um, I I been a train a train chef, um Keisha, my wife, who is not a train chef, but also what you would um, mm-hmm. consider a food and a lover of food. Um, we we when we became when we were, became vegan or met each other when we were already vegan, we wanted there wasn't an experience where we could go out for dinner. There is nowhere where we consider we could um dress up <laughs> and go out for a night yes. life as vegan and enjoy our. And, Exactly, and enjoy the, the, the outing. You know, if you want to go with a friend somewhere where, where friends else can go and everybody can enjoy um, the meal or even the dining experience. So we decided to bring our kitchen to, <laughs> to, to the customers. We're going to bring our kitchen to the public. It's been years, after, even before we opened the restaurant, we've been experimenting. We've been coming up with recipes, trying, I don't know, trying those on each other before. So... We, we really wanted to share in that experience. The, the unfortunate part of it is that True. we can't experience it necessarily <laughs> from Kushites, but um, it's a joy seeing our customers enjoying what so we... So basically, Sensei, so um, we, met, we met, fell in love, we started to create all these things in our kitchen, and everybody said it was fabulous, and we came up with all these wonderful recipes, and we decided, look, mm. we need to share our love with the world. So what we're seeing on IG is really uh, a work of love. It's not, 
it sounds might sound cliche, but it literally that's what it is. Definitely. It's the yeah. combination of two spirits, two sma- two minds, two creative forces. And it's all done from love. And that's probably Man, what I've seen it because the quinoa bowls, the, the meatless Mondays. I don't I mean, even before when I hit them up, I was like, look, I want you to freeze me a plate and send it because it's the same thing. You know, these girls up here, <laughs> oh sensi this, sensi that, you this, you this, and you take them up. What you want me to do? Eat salad and hummus all night in the restaurant. I am not going to do a no date with you. So it's it's not cliche. I'm glad you came up with something like that to see that you two came up creatively and and made that happen right there on the island of jamaica because caribbean vegan ital food because i like to say ital i mean we use the word vegan of course you know no animal products and all that but coming from where i'm from it's ital i know it as ital um knowing how it's ital is vital i mean a lot of health benefits i'm seeing a lot of people now converting into a plant-based diet uh, um a soy-free diet, a gluten-free diet. And that's something that I love to see because all I like is just natural plant-based. No dairy products, none of that. And I've been so now for, give or take, what, 16 years of my life? <laughs> so it's... it's um, nice, mean, nice. I, I mean, I've been a vegetarian eating, you know, cheese and milk and whatnot. But after I cut out all of the dairy and I went straight plant-based, it was, you know, it was awesome. I mean, I feel the difference. I see the benefits for myself. I'm not saying that I'm healthier than anybody else that is eating meat. <laughs> you probably are. Oh, okay. you know, I don't want to say because, you know, they say that um, our, our heads sometimes, they're where we don't need it to be. But, <laughs> but then... <laughs> But I'm glad you, you, you know, Sensi, you raised a really good point and it's something we should discuss because a lot of these terms that they come up with, a lot of them are political and they have meanings that somehow didn't, didn't, weren't, wasn't attached to it when the whole movement began. And you and I know that it, this movement really, plant-based movement began in, in, in the Caribbean. It began in the Caribbean. It was grounded with the Caribbean, Correct. primarily from the Rastafari movement. So, you know, all these new terms, you know, vegan, you can't do this, you can't, if you have a plastic bag, you're not vegan. You know, the the original people who ate plant-based, it was simply about health, eating from the ground, being self-sustaining, you know, connecting with self, connecting with roots, connecting with culture. So it's very important that even though, just like us, we use the term vegan to make certain points, but we have to understand the context in which we're using it. It, it is, it and it can, be, it, it can be limited at times. No, let me ask you a question. Have you have, because your restaurant, where exactly is your restaurant located? Because the, it, it's, it's very elegant. Now, the atmosphere, it's, I mean, you have a beautiful atmosphere. Where exactly in Kingston? Is... All right, well, we're, <laughs> we're inside um, Eden Gardens wellness center and spa and hotel um, that's on 39 Lady Musgrave Road. Um, the setting, we want to disguise, describe mm. it as uh, African chic. So you know, it's, it's a mixture of um, a Moroccan, Ethiopian kind of setting. Um, so, so that's it. We're trying to give a new look to, to plant-based cuisine. Um, Plant-based cuisine, even the origin, originated in Jamaica within the, the Rastafari movement, it was a, 
It was a Correct. way for the movement to sustain themselves. Um, it wasn't necessarily seen as a business at, at the at the inception. It was more of a way to sustain ourselves and sustain the ones them who did not want to eat a certain way. Um, we just want to give that little look different look. We use the same concept, but just with a um, a more a more mm-hmm. a different look, a more African chic kind of look that we're going. Nice. For. African nice. royalty. Not because you're fine yeah, if you hit it on the spot because you have everything going down there. I like to see that you go to the natural. I mean, you yourself go and you pick out all your ingredients and you're always getting information from the elders, them. Um, maybe from scallions to yes. the, 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 the planting them that you get, to the quinoa, to, I mean, it, it goes on and on on your I list. Know. But what's your favorite dish that you guys love to make? Well, 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 okay, okay. Uh, I, 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 I know I have two on the line, so Kosh, your favorite dish that you love to, to make. Keisha, your favorite dish that you love to eat. There you go, sir. Okay, so Kosh, your, your favorite that you love to make. All right. Um, ah. I love to make it Jira. <laughs> you know, I, know, I don't know. It's, it's something new. It's something new. I never I never knew about Jira until, until my wife, Keisha, told me about it. And ever since, it is really, it's, I don't know, it's re- I'm really fascinated with making it. It's its amazing how the concept of a, of a bread cream comes together <laughs> without gluten or all. And, and the fact that, and the fact that a gluten-free, wheat-free, soy-free bread exists all this time and nobody was hyping up um, injera, you know? If, in, no, we're talking yes. about tapioca and all these things right now. And mm. injera is there, teff is there, you know? So... That's one of the dishes that I, I like to make. I love and really, really like to eat. And what you like to eat? Uh huh. What I love to eat, Sensi. <laughs> I'm really boring, so <laughs> I unfortunately a lot of all these fancy things that we put on our IG. I just love me a nice oh warm bowl of tea. <laughs> I'm really simple. Yeah. I love an avocado. Yeah. Oh, I love I have to well, I'm really no, you basic. basic. I mean, I'm so sorry. I like I tell people like I know that the question is always arise in the restaurant. Um, how how can I change my diet? What should I do? How should I start? Should I cut this out? The first thing I tell people to do up your H2O intake. Drink water. Start drinking water. Mm-hmm. Start from right there. That's why I would tell them. After you start to drink water, you have a schedule mm-hmm. done with that. Then we can move on. Come back and talk to me. So, have you seen a conversion with your, I should say, your customers coming in? A lot of them who are not plant-based eaters that has been returning one, two, three. Oh yeah, I mean, I tell people all the time. Kush and I tell people all the time that the vast majority of our customers are not vegans. Almost 90% are non-vegans. And and the reason for that, the reason for that, I think because they are, they get the feeling based on the atmosphere, the way the food is served, the way the food tastes, that it's something that they can relate to. So it's kind of like some people, you know, we were talking earlier about this whole vegan movement and what it means, like, you know, there's other things behind it. So some persons they don't necessarily want to associate themselves with any particular religion, any particular movement. They simply want to eat more yes. plant-based meals that taste good. 
And so I think the space that we've created because we've managed to draw influence from cultures everywhere, people feel at ease. People feel relaxed. They say, what? Yes. I can eat Akian jerk breadfruit too. Oh, I can't have I can't have this Indian style dish. I can't have Ethiopian bread. Oh, but this is cool. I you know, I'm mm. totally relaxed. So um a lot of them come, a lot of them return, a lot of them Definitely. they come several times a week. And at times, at times we had because of the because of the nature of the restaurant, their clients, our customers that come to us to work for us to work for them, work with us them on a personal level with their diet. And within a couple of weeks, there is major difference, you know, um, in their skin. How they, how they, how they go ahead, go ahead. Sorry, how they tell you how mm-hmm. they start to live now. Everything changed, you know. Um, so we have it, it's really good interacting with us of our customers. Them, they really, really enjoy the environment. They enjoy the food. They enjoy the experience. Um, so it's doing, it's doing so well. It's catching on really yes, well. Yes, Keisha, go ahead. And you know, you see, sorry, sorry, you mentioned earlier about you know, what to tell people who want to start a plant-based diet. Um, for us, because we still live in the Caribbean, one of the things I try to get people to understand is do not complicate Yes. It. A lot of the things that we already eat are it's vegan. Bad. It's just <laughs> that nobody came and said, put a fancy label on it. So Keisha, you're so true. Child, I mean, not true. It's not so true. true. When you were a child... And your grandmother steam up some callaloo with fried breadfruit. True. No meat, not in it. It was vegan. When she boiled a little, little porridge with coconut milk, it was vegan. But nobody called fried planting snacks Correct. vegan. It's just fried planting. So a lot of the times we overthink it. Like we have to go and get these fancy chia seed and all of these import this and import that. When you could just go to the fruit man on the corner, just go to the jelly man and have fruits for breakfast. Guess yes. what? You yes. had a vegan yes. breakfast. You know what I mean? So a lot of it is just changing the mindset and don't let these words scare you. It's not, it's not, we, our ancestors have been doing it for centuries. You know, don't believe the lie, don't believe yes. the hype. This is nothing new. Just claim But see, it, the thing is too, as, as, I, I like how powerful you is with it because a lot of people don't understand the concept of it. They, they, they think it's, as you, were, as you stated, it was embedded in us from a child, from young, from young. Now, you're in the Caribbean, mm-hmm. I'm in, in America, right? And up here in, in Washington, D.C., yeah. I mean, I like, I should say, I admire the lifestyle. You know, it has a lot of options for me, but the options are limited when it comes to time and days. So certain times, mm-hmm. if you don't catch your certain store, because everybody, in, in, I guess, in the movement will hang around the same area or go to the same co-op. Or you mm-hmm. know the same co-op people or you know the same holistic doctors and what's not and so on and so forth. But what I like and admire about you guys is your time frame in the Caribbean. You guys are open Monday through Friday, Saturday and Sunday. Up here, it, you're getting the same, I, won't, I wouldn't say it's the same process. Um, well, yeah, it's the same basically process plant-based foods that they will serve you. You know, you're going to go and you might get a the jackfruit burger, or a lot of times up here, what they have, they, rather than t- turning away from soy, it has a lot of soy-based uh, meals. You know, yeah, correct. Tempe you have the tempeh. Um, now, they, they have mm-hmm. more of 
not only the tempeh, but they also will give you like um i should say the crumbles which is still made up out of the tempeh but some of the crumbles them that the people them saying they're converting themselves to having dairy or may have some type of dairy product not yes, egg on yes. say egg on it you know what i mean do a little research and you'll see yeah but for me i really <laughs> admire time base now do you see that with a conflict on the island is it more of are you meeting the needs of your customers by being open on that flexible time schedule? Or do you see it better for you to say, well, I could open Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, close Friday, open Saturday again? Or is it now that they want you every day because you're in high demand? They want us every day. Yes, they they want do, us do you guys do like um, breakfast? What's, what's a good breakfast, <laughs> you know? vegan breakfast you guys give? We, we don't we don't offer breakfast yet but it's in the plans it's in yeah. the pipelines because you know that is definitely an area that um, we've been requested a lot mm-hmm. for for breakfast so they do want and there's no really big vegan breakfast scene mm. at the moment so the customers really want that yeah they really want that they really they really you know because more and more persons are are making the complete transition so yeah. they're like okay well when i wake up what am i going to eat and what would exactly. what, what and, advice and would you give them? Because I know you guys say vegan. that a lot of people come to you for counseling, help, and the dietitian advice. So give us some advice of of per se a person who's coming there. Um, for instance, I see we can use. Let me go back to your page right there. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I, I guess it has a, a Scatter Burrell. Let's use him for instance. Um, how how would you convert a person like that? I don't know anything about his lifestyle. I'm just picking it off of you, your page. But how would you convert somebody like that who wants to come <laughs> in? Like, what what schedule would you put them on? Well, I okay. think Skatter is is already vegan, but yeah. like somebody in, in correct like a somebody fast like a fast lifestyle, lifestyle industry artist kind of lifestyle, correct. Well, as I said, maybe maybe it's different for DC, but in Jamaica, it's really, really easy, like super easy. So, for yeah. example, like late night dance. One one of the things that you you'll see a lot at peanut. concerts mm. and dance is a peanut, peanut man. man. He roasts peanut till three a.m. He's always there. Yeah. So you can you can and the the um the gas stations will have coconut water that are Ooh, reasonably nice. fresh. You know, the reason every two to three days fresh that are bottled. They will have it, man. You will have some places, even where I say some of these street dances, you will have um, corn that will be roasting. So they will have different things that you can buy um, as an option for vegan. Mm-hmm. Option. That's, and that's the night that we're telling you about. If it's the eve, in the day, for lunch, um, or for breakfast, there, there's fruit vendor in every, at every stoplight. There's someone selling fruits. There's someone selling um, steam kalu and, mm-hmm. and and stamp and go fritters. And you remember, Sensei, that you know, even though you might not have a lot of restaurants, restaurants, you still have the yes, still You still have a man who you can get a, a cornmeal porridge, a peanut porridge, yep. a, yachi. Will, a, a yachi with no meat. You still have those options available. Um, and the fruit man. And sometimes, too, sometimes a lot of a lot of mm-hmm. people have a mind yeah. switch too. You know, you have to have a mind switch because, I mean, when we party, we 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 still correct. We still go look for the jelly man. 
Exactly. We don't say, oh, we're in the we're we're at a party now, so let's let's have. No, they'll say like, let's go to Denny's afterwards. <laughs> oh no, exactly right. And you won't. You're not and going even home. even if we go to Denny's with a group of people, I would I would there you look at you. I... <laughs> you know what I mean? You gotta think. I'd order I like that. Up. So. Yeah, it's not it's not going to be it's not going to be financially profitable for you to go to a dance and you're going to say six or four um vendors selling roast corn and roast yam because nobody's going to buy it. No. <laughs> but you do have but you do have buy, one buy, buy up all of them. Buy up, buy up all. <laughs> I don't buy up all of them, but I want to touch on this soy free, dairy free. Gluten-free ice cream that looks so amazing. <laughs> who came up with this and who makes it for you? Is it Keisha or is it Kush? <laughs> who, is, who you think came up with the ice cream? <laughs> who you think? Yeah, that was... Okay, who should I give the credit to? Kush, I should give the credit to you or Keisha? He, no, no, Keisha. <laughs> Keisha deserves credit for that one. <laughs> the, ice, the ice cream on the soy free. Okay. The soy free step. All right, all right. Here, here it goes. You see, when you have, again, even being as a chef, when there's somebody a part of the team that knows food, loves food, yes. but actually think outside of the box, whatever, whatever is created, whatever is done, is going to be, it's going to be unique. It's going to be one of a kind. Um, and that's the thing. Whenever, whenever Keisha comes up with an idea, when she say, "Boy." I think this this would work. As a chef, now going to find a way to bring that dish to life. Now, if it if it said, boy, it's going to be soy free, mm. but it's going to be a tofu though. So I want tofu, but it's not it's not going to be made from soy. And the same texture, the same taste, and that's how it works between us. That's how it, that's how it works. So if for the for the, for example, the ice cream, the <laughs> one time we try the ice cream, and she's like, okay, it's not, it's not, okay. It's not here yet. Oh my god, yo, yeah. how much time you have to come up and try the ice cream? Enough time. Yeah. We've been, we've been trying to perfect the texture for months now. Yes, for months. We, I, you know, what? the first time I, we, we tried it, right, we thought it was so nice. And then we tried it with a customer and she had the nerve to say, what she burn said? me, <laughs> sensei, it hurt me. She had to say, oh, this, it, yo. this is nice. Yeah. <laughs> I said, what? Yo. How dare you? Yeah. Yeah, because, yeah. <laughs> you see, we don't, we don't really look at food in the, especially when it comes to creating mm-hmm. vegetarian or vegan or plant-based meals, we don't see that an ice cream, a vegan plant-based ice cream should taste any less um, flavorful. Then you see our creamier than your regular um ice cream. Our idea is that we don't see we don't see milk as the own as coming from a cow yes. as the only source of milk. So when we when we decide to recreate something, the only thing we think of is what's the reason that they use XYZ in the ingredients. So why did they put egg in it? Not that boy we have to find a substitute for egg, but literally what is the reason the for purpose? egg? The technical mm-hmm. purpose. And then after that, then we can we can come up with our own technique to recreate or add that that element. That, no. That so do you guys use a lot of you know in some of your ice cream dishes, or is it just your hemp like um hemp? A lot of what? 
No, we, we don't eat a lot of hemp. We, we try to stick to fruits or we mm. use our Jamaican chocolates. Nice. You know, we use so a lot is of this same milk. coconut, coconut milk, milk in the sorrel vegan cheesecake? Because I got to touch on that there too. This is... I don't know who came up with that one now again. <laughs> she got you in the kitchen walking coach she... <laughs> so touch on that one because I showed I showed I showed a couple panel through there here right now and they're like when I go to when I go out to eat I eat you see what I'm saying because I try to touch everything it has um, sweet sasomba it's one of the Ital restaurants up here I go to um very nice restaurant you know she's up in mm-hmm. georgia avenue and she also does a lot of idle food but her i i i haven't seen anything like this meaning vegan it has i mean it has different bakeries vegan bakeries but with sorrel that's that's where you that's where you raise the bar right there for me a caribbean person because anything you have in start a sorrel vegan cheesecake <laughs> just think about what i just said a sorrel vegan cheesecake. <laughs> it's it's really popular. It's like yeah, it's, so popular. It's it's really really really. We tried nice. to have initially the plan with the cheesecakes, where we it was to have like a number mm-hmm. of different flavors available each day, but we found that people yeah, wouldn't. They did. They were reluctant to try the other flavors. They just come. Oh, you don't have sorrel cheesecake. Um, but we, no, but we have mango. Oh no, I'll come back. To what we have sarachis. Yeah, they, <laughs> of course. Yeah, so they really, yeah, they really like, they, they really, really love the sarachis. So the sarachis has become a staple. Um, we have a new one. Well, we one we use in for okay. the Christmas season, which is rum and raisins. That one is really popular too. Yes. But the sarachis, people love the sarachis. Um, how we come with that? Really, it, it everything mm-hmm. to be honest has the same premise. We think to ourselves, if we weren't restauranteurs, we were a couple, we want to go out. We want to see the full gamut of starters, yes. entrees, salads, and desserts. Yes, yes, I don't yes. want to eat toto every day. I don't want to eat potato pudding every day or carrot cake every day. Correct. I want different things for my dessert. Exactly. So exactly. it's simple. The, the, the land, the nature, God, whatever you want to call it, has blessed us with thousands numerous plants and fruits so there's no need to stick to one thing and sorrel is amazing both in color and in taste and so. it's funny because that, that's what that's what brings to the point of how it's created really is that you see we, we always work with with fresh ingredients we've been doing and i think that it will it will kind of take it to the point of where you Yes, guys, we're back with the sorrel cheesecake. That's where we left off. <laughs> Your memory. Yes, yes, up. yes. So, question um, for you guys. Where we left off there before, the lines was getting so busy. So, I have, yeah, really? the, I, that's, I believe this is what's going on here. So, we're going to get straight into it, Keisha. They have a question to ask. They said, what ways can they prepare jackfruit? What recipes can you, yeah, what, what recipes, ways? what advice can you give them to prepare jackfruit? All right, when, when coming up with recipes, the first thing I do 
is consider the taste and texture of the particular item that I want to use. So right off the bat, we know that um, um, jackfruit is firm and gummy at the same time, and it's also soft and it's also sweet. So that means it can be used in a lot of different recipes. So for example, if you're, if you're into raw food or you're on a raw diet, you can actually use, um, you can, if you have the time, you can cut the jackfruit to resemble a type of spaghetti. You can season it. You can season it savory and it can be like a raw salad or almost the same way you'd have a raw jelly coconut salad, if anybody else is familiar. Um, you can even use it to make raw ravioli. If you're mm. eating raw food, you can use it to sprinkle on your salad. You can cook it. You can you can julienne, you can and make a barbecue sauce with it. Mm. it down and you can add that to anything. You can use it to top your sandwiches. You can use it to um, top your burgers. You can even put a lot of pepper in it and make it like a spicy chili. Add peas. Add whatever. You could literally go crazy with something like jackfruit because jackfruit, you it can be firm. It can be soft. It can be tart, it can be sweet. So there's really no limit to what you can do with jackfruit. Mm. Then they have a other question. They said, now for your cheese, how do you come up or how do you make your cheese? Will it be from potato? Will it be from cassava? Or do you make your cheese from cashew? We make our cheese from cashews or any other nuts. Because remember we are... We are, um, personally, we eat from Dr. Sebi's recommended okay. list. So we have, we have different versions. Cashew is the most popular one. But, you know, Dr. Sebi doesn't recommend cashew. So we also mm -hmm. use Brazil nuts. We can use walnuts. Um, you can use coconut. even the coconut jelly itself. Uh, then we have from, <laughs> believe it or not, Utah. I'm trying to cut out broccoli wow. out of my diet. <laughs> Would you cons what would be a better replacement for broccoli? Should I consume more kale? Should I consume more sh uh, rainbow shard? Um, Kush, Keisha, please help me. <laughs> All right. So, so the main the main purpose of green leafy vegetables is to get chlorophyll and all the minerals that we would normally would not normally get. Personally, I don't eat broccoli and. Neither Kush nor I eat broccoli. The best overall plant that you can get, and I'm sure it's available in the U.S. as well, is sea moss. Yes. It's an any seaweed. I, I, I see that's, our next, that's our next one, too. Um, from Canada, Toronto, Canada, Michelle wants to know how to prepare the sea moss. Should I leave it overnight? Should I steep it? Um, I tried it numerous of times, but it's not coming um, out the way when, I want it. <laughs> but what is she trying to do? How does she want it? Yeah, how does she want it? All right, there, all right there's, mm -hmm. there's different ways. Different ways. If if you want a texture to almost um, resemble uh, pasta or rice, then um, you will soak it for, for overnight. Uh, if you want to do soup, but you want it to have a gritty texture at the same time, you will soak it for about 15 minutes. Um, you know, sea moss comes with some things at the bottom, almost like a root, so uh, sand. 
say let's uh, discard that. But generally, if you want to eat it, if it's going to be in a raw food, soak it for 24, 24, hours. 24 hours. Okay. If you're eating it raw, okay. If you're eating it raw. Raw. So you're having like a raw meal, like a salad, or um, having it like a rice, like a rice, sea moss rice pillow. Um, then our pasta, you know, like almost because it's well, let's say it's like a pasta, so you can make it with tomato sauce or or a creamy coconut sauce. You can know we have a recipe up on our YouTube channel for um a sima salad. salad. It's really excellent. That's how we like to have sima. Okay. Um so Okay, so I'm gonna direct them to followers can go to YouTube. Yeah. And you'll see a sima salad. We have the full Well this one here is a tongue twister aisle. They said what okay, wait, hold up. Let me go back up to I have Jeff in Virginia, he's local. Hey Jeff, what's going on? He probably still there. Um Jeff would like to find out uh, pumpkin seeds. Pumpkin, what? Jeff, pumpkin, oh, pumpkin seeds. He's making his drink from pumpkin seeds, Ayo. So Jeff would want to know, how can he use the pumpkin seeds in two ways? Should he roast it? Should he just eat it separately as a light snack? Or should he freeze it, dehydrate it, and run it that way? Jeff, be a little more specific here. I understand what you're trying to say. Basically, what Jeff wants to know is how he should eat the pumpkin seeds. Can he eat it raw? You know how I would eat it, Sensei? Mm -hmm. Me personally, um, I would run it through. I would run it through a food processor with other nuts, spices, probably like some dates, and make a nice nut chili. Ooh. Exactly, exactly. That would, that would be perfect. Nut chili. The, the, yeah. Yeah. The only thing you would add to it is just that you know you just toast, toast the pumpkin seed a little. Um, to give it a, uh, a kind of popcorn toast to flavor, and then turns into chili, turns into a sweet spice. Okay, and then we have, of course, the moringa question, guys. Everybody would like to know all of the benefits of moringa, which in, I take moringa every day. I tell them about all the amino acids that it has, all the as amino acids that we lose every day, and only moringa can give back. So, beneficially, do you do you guys cook with that? every day or is it something that you just use as an accent for your food we moringa is something that we use really we believe in the holy grail of sea moss and sea vegetables and we believe we we believe and we have seen in other and in our own personal lives that sea moss is one of those vegetables that contain almost almost a hundred percent of the yeah. minerals mm -hmm. that your body is made of um, seeing people really, really sick recover from just having a pint of sea moss daily. So for us, I mean, uh, there, there are a lot of there are a lot of vegetables and herbs and roots like that, that are really popular and people, you know, they're very easily accessible here and elsewhere. Chia seed, moringa, stuff like that. But we really, when it comes to for nutritional purposes, we stick, we stick to a lot of sea moss, a lot of sea vegetables, salsaparilla. Okay. Amaranth, as you guys yes. know it as. Yes. Yes. Um, hemp or, or, or fresh marijuana. If yeah, yeah, you can say with smoke herbs. Hey, wherever you want to say. this is not a radio station. All <laughs> 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 oh, day. Yeah, so, yeah. So yeah. We utilize the hemp a lot. We have a jackfruit and hemp smoothie as well. So we, we utilize hemp. Oh, you got jackfruit and hemp smoothie. I hear that there. Yes, a junk fruit and hemp smoothie. Yeah, it's we, really popular. Well, really see, because up here, they is, don't um, have they don't have that. I'm going to tell you straight up, because I go to all these restaurants around here, 
I, I, I'm telling you straight up, I've never had the jackfruit hemp smoothie. Um, if anybody's online listening to me, any of my friends, restaurant friends, maybe in Tampa, maybe in Atlanta, D.C., um, I'm hearing something special right now on the line. Now, water, we will have touched on water in our previous podcast, but we're going to touch on it again. Distilled, purified, or spring, distilled, purified. I know my, I know the preference, but let's hear it from you guys. What's your preferred choice of water to drink on a daily basis? Well, I like sparkling water <laughs> for a number of reasons. <clears throat> I'm not bougie or anything, Sam. I don't. I, know you're, I, I hear your judgmental laugh. I was expecting okay, you to say you. something different. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but it gives. I know it gives oxygen to the blood. Yes, we know. We know. That's nice. Yes, yes. we know. And and just for me personally, it's sometimes the more it's very palatable. I like to have it, or if not that, I'll have co- fresh coconut water from the from the mm. nuts, or you know, I'll have distilled or spring water. Honestly, I think you know we discussed this earlier, and I'm sorry, but I do have to go. Hey, yeah. I really want people to understand that you want to get the freshest, most, the best choice accessible to you, yeah. wherever you are. I don't want, I find that sometimes people get, people complicated and because of that, they don't start. Because it seems like this huge mountain that we have to climb. Oh, I'm going to have to get this specific water. I'm going to have to get this specific seed. I'm going to have to get this specific powder. You don't. Just start with the freshest best water available mm-hmm. to you when i just started out i healed myself with regular tap water regular dirty tap water yes a couple of things you could add you know, a, a, um, a couple of teaspoon or tablespoon of lime juice to your water alkaline mm-hmm. in your water you know so you have to start start where you at start where you at watermelon add watermelon to your diet that is that is about 90 percent, 95 percent water you know, so add these things to you. And these things are really Okay. Available. And I text you, DM you, and I tell you why you to freeze that seafood soup for me. And people want to know, oh, how are you going to eat seafood soup and use a veggie man? Please explain to them what the seafood soup consists of. Well, first of all, first of all, okay, it's seafood. It's not sea creatures. No, not sea creatures. So <laughs> when, when I say food... You couldn't possibly think that I'm talking about those things that cross. This is what thank you so much because Kush, you know Nobody. already I DM you and tell you why I want already Kush. <laughs> you <laughs> So I told them you have a seafood. You make a great I, I haven't tasted because I only have a I only could vote for pictures, are you? And I'm a man like this. If the pictures them there, the consistency is good, the food gonna be good. Because 90% of this time, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell the honest reason. It's not a lot of us Caribbean influence, um, background or heritage are into this lifestyle up in America, right? It's, it, you, you may see the a Caucasian descent, you may see a, a Chinese descent, you may see somebody from a different race. All of us is human, but a different race may be taken up and running with it rather than a Caribbean descent person. All right. So by me saying that, not saying it's not up here, but it's not going to be so commercialized as the rest, if it makes sense. So 
for 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 me to to say that I never had up here. I mean, you you can oh, go yeah. and you can eat full. That's probably one of the the main things that um you can eat up here when it's very cold. Uh, it's full. It's it's, it's like mm, noodles, noodles What's and that? rice noodles with 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 like it's rice noodles. It, they make it different ways. Okay. Um, but basically, it's like a vegetable noodle. Sticking to the basics, which is which was for me at the time, I was suffering from severe adult asthma, chest tightening, okay. wheezing, and I cut out dairy completely, um, nice. and cut out meat, and I I would just literally have a gallon of water a day from the tap, and my my asthma disappeared in in month in a couple months. So you telling me you telling me here on the line that you basically home medicated home healed yourself with tap water drinking a gallon of tap water a day yeah but I, your mind had to be right because not only drinking the water you had to be persistent and disciplined to say this is what you're going to do yeah i mean i mean you know at some point you realize that it's either suffering or you make some drastic change and mm -hmm. and this this was a, a long time ago i didn't have any vast knowledge about plant-based healing i didn't know anything about it i just figured you know i needed to hydrate my body and i needed to stop drinking dairy yes so yes. that's what i did and my asthma went away and that's what kind of led me to further discovery to further experimenting and that's why i'm i'm so keen on pressing the point that we need to start where we are because had I not started there, I probably yes. wouldn't have gotten to this level because perhaps I would have said to myself, well, you know, that Dr. Sabre is a little bit too deep or that alkaline stuff is a little bit too deep for me. Yes. What, what's wrong with tap water? What's the big deal? I probably would have said that and just given up. But when yes. it seemed very relatable, very accessible that, hey, just increase your water intake and stop eating garbage. Stop eating junk. Yes. Stop eating dairy. Yes. Then I could start somewhere. And this is what people need to understand. Don't overcomplicate it. Don't stress yourself out. Start where you are with the basics. Well, some of my audience, well, some of my audience that's listening is within the Soka community. Um, and I know for sure they don't really care about what I'm eating because most of these events I go to, they never have nothing for me to eat, so <laughs> I usually stay at the back. Well, you know, rubbing <laughs> from a plant. <laughs> You're too much in the I'm kidding. She's too much I in the <laughs> Well, by me saying that, what are some of the because they, they, I try to tell people sometimes it has vegetables that we should stay away from and. Some folks may not know the Sebi diet. Some folks may not even know who he is. But what are, for, for our purpose at this moment right now, what are some of the vegetables that you guys stay away from? Because I know, I'm not sure he don't eat broccoli. What vegetables do you stay away from? Um, well, you could give yeah, us your top five. It's a big list. Your top five. <laughs> All right. We, we stay personally. Yeah. <laughs> All right, five. five. All right, five. So, five. carrots. Why garlic? Uh, garlic? Why the garlic? 
Mm-hmm. Why the garlic? I hear you said carrot and garlic, but Sorry? why the garlic per se? Because I hear some people say you could take the garlic and it's good for the females, you know, if they have certain uh, discharge coming down. I, I'm hearing, I don't... Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, you know, garlic, garlic is something that attack um, free radical in the body. It attacks cells in the body. Um, the thing with garlic is that it attacks everything in the body. So even though it will be attacking um, cells that you don't need are um, free radicals, it also attacks every other cell in your body. So it, it kind of think of it like oh. um, nature's chemotherapy. Yeah. So, so chemotherapy exactly, will exactly. kill cells, but it will also kill your good cells. So we don't. I don't know necessarily work that that's that, that's important. No, as 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 Keisha was saying, starting where you are. To hope <laughs> a lot mm-hmm. of people are, are going through a lot of, lot of really bad sickness or ailments and to be honest taking garlic for a short period of time will help okay. it it will help you know but at this but there's always there's always stepping stone there's always you learn and from you're willing to move from one stage to the other then you will continue to move and you're continue to grow so that's why one of the reasons we leave don't really um partake in the consumption of garlic at all um, what's the third one? I don't. Um, oh yeah, oh, gosh, that, yeah. Let's come on. Everybody Dash knows. <laughs> exactly. So nice grape is So no orange or grapefruit. Um, seedless fruit. No, yeah, no seedless, no seedless fruit. Uh, what is what other vegetable or cabbage? Okay, because no, you know, it cabbage is very. It, well, cabbage is one of the main. <laughs> I would say vegetable ingredients in the Jamaican culture because you could get steamed cabbage and some you, you steamed cabbage that's and right, some right. rice and peas and a piece of jerk on the side. You know what I mean? But the cabbage is why per se the cabbage? Is it because it's just it doesn't have any type of benefits for the body? Is it because it no no, no So would you say um since you said cabbage, then can we say cauliflower? Is that one that you... cauliflower? Yeah. A lot of a lot of things, cauliflower and broccoli. You know, a lot of things they're they're not mm-hmm. grown well. If you if we research the genesis of a lot of these plants, okay, I like that. You see, I like how you guys hybrid. are bringing in the educational part of it, and you guys are not pushing it on. I should say your 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 audience that come to your restaurant you know you let them try everything and when you they try everything they come back and you explain to that that's that's the educational part about it i like but coach we're going to touch with your history a little bit how did you get into culinary arts okay uh whoa you know (laughs) (laughs) Uh, it's two things alone i wanted to okay i wanted to become as a career or um, to be successful at, and it's one is to be a chef, and the other is to be a pilot. As long as I could remember. Okay. So with that said, everything kind of geared me, geared me in that direction. I started to work at a restaurant when I was about um, in my early teens with my brothers, and I started and I fell in love with the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Um, there is no no concept of there was there was always a concept of the idol. Idle cooking or the idle, but there's there there was nothing nothing in the culinary field. Yes. At that, yes, it was just it was a regular regular the regular chef, and I fell in love with the kitchen. I was always in the kitchen, 
always trying to learn what I could learn. Um, at that point, I decided to go to school. I decided to kind of further further my training and to be a professional at it. I didn't just want to be be a cook. I didn't want to just be in the kitchen. I wanted to be a professional. So I uh, decided to to train, to go to school. And then from there, I went in the hotel industry, um, spent a couple of years there. Then I kind of went to and started to work with small restaurants to kind of hone my own skill. And that's, that's, that's how I got into it. It's really, it's really started from working at a restaurant at, at, at a young age. And I fell in love, fell in love with the, the idea of a kitchen, fell in love with seeing the chef, Nice. And, and Keisha, for you now, your aspect of it, because I know you said you spent some of your, your times in the UK. Um, how did you bring your aspect to the kitchen or what made you fall in love with it? Because I don't want to say it was your mouth now. because you... <laughs> Yeah, I love my belly. <laughs> Just talk it plain and done. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> Okay. No, <laughs> but seriously, serious. I mean, I do, I do. But seriously, um, when I was I, I, when I was studying abroad in the UK specifically, you know, my part time job okay. was at this cafe, and I just completely fell in love with the concept. And you know, my immediate supervisors were from West Africa, really, really cool young people who were passionate about. Oh. The restaurant management side of it, you know, creating the menus, overseeing the presentation, the plating. And at the time, I had no concept or no mm. idea that I wanted a restaurant per se. But I became fascinated with the technical side of food and, and the managerial side of the food business. So I think that's where I kind of wetted my foot, so to, my feet, so to speak in terms of my interest in the restaurant business. And then because I became plant-based at a young age, I became plant-based eating nice. when I was 21, 22. So at that time, I mean, there, it wasn't a big vegan movement. So I had to learn how to cook. I had to learn about food. I had to learn about different flavors. Sure. I wasn't about to eat bland, nasty food. So I had to teach myself how to prepare food. And, and, and so by the time Kush and I met, it was kind of the bringing together of those two histories of two people who were very much passionate about food and wanted to nice. share it. Okay, I see. So that's how your background, and because biochemistry is something unmatched. Because you know what? You know, I love to hear you when I want to lie. When Kush tells it, like, not ready yet, Kush. <laughs> Kush, ready to talk. Not yet, but you were making, I can't remember where, it was making some little, um, you were stuffing some, I want to say some bars, you were, I don't know where it was you were stuffing, but it looked like you were making it with quinoa, and you were putting it into some little bars, um, I think it was the last live you did, I don't know what that was to say. Oh, the, oh, the, the yes, yes, yes. Oh, you mean the stuff, yambas. Oh. Explain uh, that recipe to me, how, how that recipe mm -hmm. came about. That was that was that was Keisha. I think that was recipe was yeah. She wanted to do that. 
When I know when I come to Jamaica, I'm staying in a restaurant all day. Well, go ahead, go ahead, coach. Go ahead, go ahead. Well, yeah. Well, well, since it was since it was Keisha creation, I can give you a version of what what was going on because I think we wanted we wanted to incorporate the. Jamaica's popular meals are yes. popular ingredients that we use use daily, um, but with an African 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 flavor, African look, and the color, the culture, and the cuisine is very similar. You know, no matter what um, island you you find a, a, mm-hmm. a black a massive black population, the culture and the food is really the same. A lot of stews, um, a lot of Ground provision are starch, roasted starch, boiled starch, and we wanted to incorporate that. Um, fufu, um, the, 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 the process of, 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 of mashing your food and using, using a martyr. And we wanted to incorporate all the, the, the flavors of Jamaica inside of a meal and still make it African. Um, so that's how I think the stew, the West African gumbo came up. And we decided to just put a, a whole <laughs> of plant in it. A hey, whole that looks plant. so good. I've been online like, wow, come on, man, get it done. <laughs> you know what? One of the things we do, um, people ask us all the time, yeah, how do we come up with res- the, the, the recipes? Oftentimes, it, it's, as Kush said, it's literally just theme-based. Yeah. So we don't go to these blogs, you know, with saying you know, different. No, we don't use blogs. And these vegan websites that God know them food is bland. <laughs> but you good to say you, it's sorry, true. It's, no, it's so true. Sad. It's true. <laughs> but no, we don't. We don't go. We don't go to these blogs. You know what I mean? With no. kale and broccoli. No, we don't. What we street. do, we go to <laughs> what we know, and we we work from themes. Yeah. Themes. So so for example, mm-hmm. um, we had this dish that we 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 got inspired from african americans in the south and basically it was cajun black eyed pea cutlets with a cajun sauce served with pineapple candied yams instead of instead of regular sugar we used pineapples to make the candied yams and we serve it with um greens and also oh i love that deep fried string beans yeah String and it was a it was a hit, and people were like, "Oh, how did you come up with that?" Or this, we didn't just throw it together. We looked to our people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We are Pan Africanists, um, and we are Garvey Garveyites, and we look to ourselves first, and we look at our people and to, and to try to, to to see what's best in us. You know, we have we had a journey through the Middle Passage. We have a journey on the continent of Africa. We have a journey in South America. And we look around us and see what, you know, how did we thrive? How did we survive? What, what, what beautiful things did we create through our expression and through our experience? And we see a lot of, you know, that's how we got, you know, we got into Mexican food. When we went and we researched and we realized, you know, how the blacks in Mexico, how the Africans that went yes. to Mexico influenced the cooking there. You know, piri piri. People think that oh, piri piri chips is something that we pepper made chips. up. No, piri piri means <clears throat> yes. pepper, pepper. Yeah. So people, we don't just make up these things. You know, these are it's 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 literally something that's coming from who we are. It's from our soul. It's something that is very very dear to us. 
you know mm-hmm. and 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 this is how we come up with it this is really it's really just trying to you know trying to see the best in in each other in in people around us and to see how we how long now um, you guys have been open or should i say how long have you been at that one destination or that one spot in kingston the current spot or this current spot uh, about two years. Two years, okay. Yeah. And are are about two you guys now. have like a local food van that you guys um have on the island, or or our and and also are you guys going to expand? Meaning, will it be a franchise, or are you trying to open up other store somewhere else, probably on the east side, west side of Jamaica? Right? Definitely, we definitely every day we get requests to come to Montego Bay. Uh, we really love Montego Bay. We're actually um, seriously in serious discussions now about to see how we can um, um, open a second arm of Kushites in Montego Bay. We don't have a food truck currently, but these are things that we're working on. You see, the thing is, our 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 challenge, or you know, what's of paramount importance importance for us is that we, whatever expansion or growth that we do, we want to ensure that the integrity of the food is not compromised. So it's very important for us that, okay, yes, we want to grow, of course, um, but at the same time, we Mm -hmm. came into the business for love. So we don't want to expand to the point where the food is frozen, it's awful, it's not fresh. So that's what we're trying to do now. We're just trying to figure out strategically how to maintain do you guys have any apprentices yeah, exactly. under you guys right now working that you're you're teaching the culture teaching the history too or it's just for right now kush and keisha yeah yes mm. yeah 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 apprentice do you're you asking about apprentice, apprentice right yeah we have an we have an we have an apprentice that um, we're training we're actively well, looking for more. Yes. So you, if anybody is interested, okay. they can actually email us at the catering Yeah. Well, then we're always looking. As I said, we're looking in the process of, of expanding. We're in some um, discussion about expanding, and we do. We are looking to train train chefs. Um, that has been one of the challenges challenges that we face this training chef. It's hard to get to have someone who has been trained for years in using certain products to create a, a dish. And when you're asked, when you're told to create it through with fresh ingredients, mm-hmm. it can be, it can be very can, tricky. Can be tricky. Very. Um, no, I say it can be very tricky because. Sorry, go again. Well, in yeah, because. Most, 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 most chefs don't really know how to make, for example, um, a tomato ketchup right. from tomatoes. So, so, so if, if whenever, we, uh, whenever we want a tomato sauce, we, we really don't want to use the canned tomato paste or tomato, canned tomato sauce. We want to make everything from fresh, from scratch. And to manipulate the, the tomatoes and all the other seasoning to create, to have that same taste of a tomato sauce. Many chefs find it kind of difficult. So at the moment, really try to find somebody that's trainable. You know, find people that are trainable and are open to the concept because of plant-based food. Hmm. I, I, I think to be Go fair, ahead. to be fair, Sensi, 
um, I think the, the chefs that Kush are Kush is referring to are really junior chefs. So, so we face a, 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 the challenges on two levels. One, the, the chefs who are junior, it's um, the the training. The training it, it's almost we have to retrain their mind to what is a natural based um, approach to yes. culinary culinary art. Because you know, the background for, for most of the training institutions is not necessarily natural plant-based. So that's, that's one aspect. The second aspect is a senior chef. It's, you're, we are hard-pressed to find senior chefs who take plant-based cuisine yes. with the same, same approach, same seriousness as they would their, you know, yeah. filet mignon and all French these things. Cuisine, right, so... The senior chefs now, people who are trained at Cordon Blue or whatever, they don't necessarily see plant-based cuisine as a serious cuisine. Mm-hmm. Certainly not in Jamaica. You know, it's how it's how it's how good you can braise pork or how fancy your lamb chops look. But you know, what's the big deal? It's just vegetables. So that's the two things. One, you have the junior chefs who they are like a little bit clueless in terms of because of their training and secondly you have the really senior ones who are excellent in their craft but right, their 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 attitude towards plant-based <laughs> yeah, I know what you, that, or, you understand you know those are those are for you weird type of thing i see that up here too and but the beauty of that here is the beauty of that is that they aren't taking it seriously. The world is taking yes, it seriously. And Kushite is taking it seriously. So what they've done in, in inadvertently is giving us the space to be dominant. It's very a shame on them because Kushite, them. I, got to, I have to say hats off to you because how many times or how many times per day do you go to the, to, to the market? Because how many times she was sending you to the market as soon as... How often do you go to the market? Uh, all right, so... For the, for we go to, I go to the market probably three times. Okay. Two to three times per week. Um, reason being that additionally having fresh fresh vegetables and fresh fruits in the restaurant weekly. On those three occasions, you'll get some rare, rare fruits and, and vegetables that only probably some come in probably one time for the week. So for the example, I have a special farmer that grows cauliflower. Oh, you have the amaranth green, green. You like have the, the amaranth green color, you said? Sorry? Is, is yeah, this is a it's color. This is color. No, I'm listening to you because it has one Sorry? restaurant who calls it by that name specifically up here. So. Yeah, because that's how, that's how the, that's how it's, it's, um, it's mostly yes. known as amaranth as green. As amaranth green. But yeah. it's just. It's just the same, same, same color. Yes, right. So he, yes, yeah. So he does. He just comes in on a Saturday. So what's special about so, this? So all right, he's Kalu. No, number one, he's Kalu cooks. <clears throat> the texture is unreal. You know, the, the texture is really unreal, and it cooks in in literally five minutes. Not not five minutes of crunchy, but five minutes of really smooth, and it has wow. this sweet, creamy texture. No, he uh, will explain to you that he, he, he really babies his Kalu. So he's there in the night, he's there early morning, and he picks it at a certain time, he cuts it at a certain time. He only uses specific things on it. And 
interacting with people downtown, there is the make the so-called concept of organic farming seems so easy. You know, so one will say to you, so boy, instead of using chemical and your and your your plants, the normal is use neem. Neem mixed with some water, some alcohol, mm-hmm. and that's what they will use for pesticide. You know? So the organic the concept of organic farming is downtown if with our people, it's always been with our people. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't it wasn't called that, you know. And these are the things that I said while going to town these different friend um these different occasions, you get to meet different people with these different kind of ideas, and again you get to get real, really rare rare fruits and vegetables that you don't normally get during the week. Bird pepper, not up here. They don't have it up here. Not up here in D.C. <laughs> well, um, like on certain days, like the country, con- people in the country, well, Kush is saying downtown, but you don't understand that. <laughs> oh, it's, it's, that's it's the central market. market Coronation exactly. market. And they can't say it to be down. They call it they downtown. Call it downtown. Yeah. So, so like the, the people from the country, Rurally, right. they will bring a lot of stuff that you may not get so readily in Kingston and bird pepper is one of them. Bird pepper is highly alkaline. It's very good at attacking tumors and, and um dangerous cells in the body. Sarsaparilla. Sarsaparilla, dandelion root. I have most of that that's accessible. Yes. I mean the thing is coach and what I like come... about it is that how, what's the capacity in your restaurant? On the given day, what's the busiest day of the restaurant? I mean, every day should be every day is busy, but what's your actual busy day? You could say, "Wow, my foot burning me." Is it a Tuesday or is it the the Thursday? Busy day, busiest day. Ah, busiest day. Um, mm. Mondays, Mondays are really busy, and Fridays, Fridays and Saturdays. So those three days are, are really busy. Um, lunch tip in, in the idea of, of plant-based ital or vegan in, in Jamaica is mostly oh, for okay. breakfast and lunch. So or exactly. So busy time we're between lunch. People won't have um vegan for lunch or breakfast. The dinner, the fight, dine, the night dining concept is something that we were trying, we we're trying to push. And people receiving it, receiving it well. So that's why this whole no Saturdays, Fridays, and Saturdays come to become our busiest night because customers are people are also coming out um for for dinner, you know, dressing up, coming out for birthday party, which never that never normally happens in Jamaica, especially for vegan or well, I see I cut restaurant. I raised the bar and I personally don't know any other vegan restaurant down there in Jamaica. And if it has any other vegan restaurant that would like to be a part, she hit me up. But right now, I know about Kushites. So the bar is risen. And by me being the person I am, once I'm into something, I'm into it. You see, I, I, I ain't, I ain't going to just step halfway and say no. I'm very, very in and attractive to our page because of how the presentation won. Now I know about the background, the history of the owners now. So that makes that makes it more even exciting for me to even get inspired to come and see you guys, taste you guys' meal because I beg him he's so long. I tell him, Coach, you know, the, the USPS, the walking you know, thing, them thing could get frozen. And he said, no, no, Rasta. <laughs> no, no, no. Don't set it out. No, you can't do that <laughs> yes. much. By me closing off into this now, Coach, I would like to ask you one more question for you and Keisha now. 2019, what are the plans for 
Kushite Vegetable Cuisine. What are your plans for 2019 and beyond? Because I know you say you want to expand the Montego Bay, mm -hmm. but we could touch on that a little more your, for your 2019 <laughs> plans. Well, first of all, we set out to revolutionize the plant-based dining scene in Jamaica, and that's exactly what we did. And going into 29, we want to do bigger, better, and greater things. And you're, we're, we have things on our, on, our, on, on, on our vision board, on our planning board that <clears throat> will bring more of Kushites to your front door. So one of them we revealed on, on Instagram, we're going to have our soy-free, dairy-free ice cream available in supermarkets in 2019. Absolutely. And we're going to have other things that will be available readily on your shelf. Um, we're also going to be sharing more of ourselves with our guests, our customers, our followers. So we'll be doing free um, webinars, sharing our recipes, sharing our lives, our tips. Um, <clears throat> we really want to be, we really want to show more of who we There's a lot of us that we, a lot of things about us that we've held back. 90% of Kushites has not been seen yet. So we're running on probably, what, 5% yeah, right 90%. now on Instagram? What? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and so our aim, you know, our aim is to give you more. Yeah, we're, 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 we're in the process of creating a Kushites empire. So we're, we're going to show you Kushites in multiple, multiple dimensions with the same... We're going to be the authority of vegan, a plant-based. That's what I like to hear. That's what I like Caribbean. to hear. The monopoly is real. That is what I like to hear. So for sure, when 2019 touch, when 2019 touch down, so you're going to conquer the Caribbean first. Then you're going to touch a little bit. you got to touch what, Miami first. Then you're going to come up just away to D.C. Or you're going to conquer the Caribbean and you're staying in the Caribbean. So Kushai can just be a Caribbean thing. That's it. You, know? <laughs> you like that one, eh? <laughs> <laughs> first, but I, no, I like that. Be. I like that. So that we gotta build on that aisle. So we're gonna have ice cream for 2019 in certain supermarkets and certain grocery stores. I am I'm, I'm hearing Good. you're going to have the brand now where you're gonna have your own marketing and your own distribution, maybe that 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 vegan um Definitely. cheesecake. Yes, 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 Jeff. I'm going Jeff would like to know. <laughs> Jeff would like oh, to know. Sorry, Jeff just texted me. me. Sorry, Nakushai. Jeff would like to know. Okay, I am on the page. I'm looking at the cake right now. Is it possible for that cake to be sent up? Up. Oh. <laughs> <Is it? laughs> we just talk about this just now. You know? We just talk about this. It's a sorrel Boy. cake, Jeff. Okay, it's a vegan <laughs> sorrel cake. It, I don't know if you're gonna send it up. I don't know. You have to fly down there. <laughs> <laughs> Tell Jeff to come and see us. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, you, you know something. Let we let we gonna do our part. We gonna we gonna catch Ayo in 2019, and we're gonna probably say for the uh, the second quarter in 2019, we're going to call you guys. We're going to interview you guys again and see what all new um, cuisines you have available. But right now, I would like to give yourself and Keisha the board to tell the listening audience where they can find you because they ain't gonna don't text me. Where they can find you on social media. Please give them your information so they can contact you. 
And anybody who would like to shout out and say hello to or whatever you want to say, the board is yours now. Okay, so you can contact us um, through our Instagram page. It's Kushite Vegetable Cuisine on Instagram. We also have a website, kushitescuisine.com. We're on Facebook, Kushite Vegetable Cuisine. And our email address is the Catering Kushites, Kushites with a K, at gmail.com. We are operating from Kingston, Jamaica at 39 Lady Musgrave Road. We're inside the Eden Gardens Wellness Resort. Um, you can hit us up anytime. We, we were very responsive on social media. You can DM us on Instagram. We would love to hear from you. If you want to WhatsApp us too, it's 876-375-0642. I hear it that so, you gave I, yeah. all the information because yeah. of the text message that I have here, I'm going to send them back out to make sure that they have all this information here because remember <laughs> now, um, yes, guys, I am. I have to answer this question here. Yes, guys, it was three different um, separate episodes that you will be listening to um, from Sensi Star Jones and the Keep It Low crew with Kush and Keisha from Kushite Vegetable, uh, Ve Vegetable Cuisine down in Jamaica. So, yes, you're going to hear it. Um, it's going to be live again, running again, probably for the rest of the evening. I wouldn't pull up anything else, guys, so you guys can come back and recap on this because it has a lot of information that Keisha gave. Um, back, to Ooh, back to Michelle here. Michelle said, like, Keisha, thank you so much. She thought it was she, she, she thought it was she only thinking that drinking water from the pipe was wrong. I see now that I am on the right path. I give thanks for this information and I will surely look I will surely look out for you in 2019 on oh I will surely look out for you for you in 2019 on IG. So I I know that you guys really turn up awesome. my life today because Great I don't want to talk that. about so kind of talk about it. This is this is me every day. You see what I'm saying? When I shut off this <laughs> live, I, I go to my this is me. This is I could talk about this all night. All night we could stay and talk about this. But like I said, guys, yeah, it was a yeah. pleasure. So thank you so much for coming on. Oh, thank Same you. Because now I'm going to spread thank this here so to much. all the restaurants thank I might go to us. and let them hear the live, hear what's going on. Spread the love with you guys. So <laughs> I hope that you guys can see a lot more following. Probably might pick up one, one, fill the barrel. But like I said, it was a pleasure. Yeah, and I am looking forward to CIO. I, I'm looking to come down for Carnival. We didn't touch on Carnival because I know Keisha, you played masquerade probably back in the days, probably back, back, back now because you're this. You have this empire going, so I don't expect you to play masquerade 2019. Come up because you have. Well, you never know. You might see me. You might. See what? Me. My you, buddy. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love the vibes. And I must, I have to come and see Ayo. I have to. So, from the Keep It Low crew, Sensi Star Jones, guys, you guys have a beautiful one in Kingston, Jamaica. You guys stay positive. Keep up the good walk. Oh, Jeff again wants to know what's the capacity in the building because <laughs> I guess he wanted to do something for Carnival. Jeff, the, Keisha gave the information. They have probably. DM me, DM me, Jeff, 
the end I'm going to talk to you when I'm done with this life. But this man disgusting. And these are, and this is what I like about it because the audience is always different. You see what I'm saying? You have the audience, them that will listen to, oh, I have yeah. this artist or this DJ, so they're going to pop up and they're going to listen to it. Now I'm seeing a different audience that I haven't seen since I started the podcast because I would like to say this is the, this is the first wow. time I'm That's actually good. doing That's the podcast great. on food from the Caribbean. Everybody else. Well, really? Well, wow, that's so cool. Well, let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. Really a little history about me is this. I don't really like to go and put myself out there and ask for information if it's not beneficial to me or anything I'm doing. Just as being a vegan or a ital or a vegetarian or whatever you want to call it, my main thing is it starts with your gut, cleaning up your gut. Clean up the way that you speak, clean up the way that you think, clean up the way that you eat, and the rest will come into its past. The rest will come into existence. So I can't say eating healthy and I talking bad for my tongue and I thinking negative thoughts. That's that's a cliche. This going it's going to it's never going to work. You see what I'm saying? So yeah. if I can't bring my energy just that's as true. I brought my energy yeah. when I said I I want hear energy because this is me. I love to do this. But if I can't do that and be disciplined with myself and say, look, this is why this is this is me. I'm not going to change myself. I tried it so many times to do so many things. I mean, I, I used to love seafood. I take out the seafood. I never been a meat eater or a chicken eater per se like that, but I always love seafood. But now as the vegetable seafoods, the vegetable mm-hmm. cucumbers, then um, the seaweed, the toasted seaweed, all of that now, they, they, all of this is delicious. delicious. You know? So for me personally, I'm not going to interview somebody mm-hmm. who's saying, well, not saying it is bad, but it's not beneficial to me to talk about what you're doing for your carnival if I can't consume it. So, <laughs> so that's okay, why I right, said right, I right. stick out and this is something new I'm testing. I'm glad that you guys, I wouldn't say I'm testing, but you guys are the first one. So now I am seeing requests to have you guys back again and other people would like to know more information. I will now ah. make it my business to make sure that I have a platform now for this food, the Caribbean vegans. So I'm going to run it that, that way. And now I know yeah. I have the head Caribbean vegans in Jamaica. I could start from there, and branch off from there. So you see how we just started right. something out of nothing into something? <laughs> exactly, so you guys, exactly. Second quarter, 2019, <laughs> we're going to touch back again. By then, I should be done, hopefully, in Jamaica for Carnival. God stay life. We did it. And I want to taste everything from everything, 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 everything. As long as I did it, everything. <laughs> if you say you got the store open 10 o'clock, I'm going to be there for 7.45, wiping down. <laughs> 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 All right. So, you guys, you enjoy the rest of your day. You have a great one. Kush and it was a pleasure and you guess what we are you. live guys on seven different digital platforms we are yes we also have we're live wow. on iTunes and also Spotify so you can check us out and if you like this episode or any of the episodes that Keep It Low Crew has you can support the episode support the podcast you can hit the support link and we can bring you more shows with Kush and Keisha maybe that they might have a call in one night. I didn't set it up for a call in. I should have, but um, I didn't know we, we, we were going to be at all on 20. I'm going to make the whole all on 20 run on iTunes so people can hear what we have because it's exciting. So 
Yes, it is. So give me um, about Very. 20, 30 minutes and then I'll get back to you guys. But you guys, you have a great evening and thank you so much for your time. All right, manners and respect. Thank you, thank you. Bye-bye.